This is the Fearless Leadership Podcast with Coach Croy. Now from Riverside in beautiful Southern California, here's the head men's basketball coach at California Baptist University, Rick Croy. Welcome to the uh, second episode of the Fearless Leadership Podcast. It's been a while. People have been asking me for some time, when are we doing episode two? And it really came down to getting the right guests. And today we have the right guests. Very honored to have point guard of the CBU Lancers, Milan Aqua, with us. And point guard, quarterback of the New Orleans Pelicans, Lonzo Ball, with us. Guys, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you having us. Thanks for having us. When I first started coaching you, Lon, I realized quickly that you guys, you, Lonzo, a few other guys that play at SoCal universities that we won't name, uh, had a tight brotherhood, and I really appreciated that. You guys have uh, you've been there for each other through the highs, the lows, uh, and the plateaus, and there's a, there's a real brotherhood there. And about 10 years ago, about a decade ago, I heard a sermon uh, that said, we're at our best as men when we're executing on three levels. We are mentoring. We've got some guys that we're mentoring. We've got some mentors. We are mentees. We're learning from others. And then we're in the walk with our brothers. And that was one of the first things I learned about the high school group that you guys had was that you guys are in the walk with each other. You guys really support each other. I wanted to hear from both of you guys. Uh, Zoe, we'll start with you. Who are you mentoring? And then who are your mentors? I'd say I'm the biggest mentor probably on my little brother, uh, Melo, just because he kind of has the same goals that I have and Obviously, his path's a little different, but I, I've been through the things that he wants to go through. So, probably just help him the most. And the person who's mentored me the most in the last year is probably LeBron. Um, just being with him throughout pretty much the whole year. Um, same team, same hotel, same bus. So, always with him, you know, um, just picking up what I can from one of the greatest ever play. That's great. Lon? Uh, as far as the basketball perspective, I would say I mentor my, my little cousin. Um, RJ, he's in high school right now. Um, I feel like he going through the same thing that I've gone through, faced adversity, faced in injury, um, has to improve to really get to where he wants to be. So um, that's something that I look forward to, to helping him do every day. Um, so I would say I mentor him. Um, who do I look for? Honestly, I would say probably you're, you're the biggest mentor or my, my father in the last two years, definitely. Um, I've learned so much about being a leader from you. Um, and then just throughout my life, my dad obviously has been a huge mentor in, in developing my game and um, just develop, developing my uh, mentality on and off the floor, so. That's great. Talking more about leadership. And uh, you know, leadership means different things to different people. In our program at CBU, uh, we try and keep the definition simple. It's about making others better. Uh, Zoe got a chance to watch you coming up through the high school ranks. Your game's kind of been defined by making others better. I don't know if that's something you figured out at a young age, like, man, I'm, I'm elite at this, you know, at, at making uh, the other four guys on the court better. But I'm imagining now you progress from UCLA to the pros, and now they're asking you to be a better communicator, right? So it's not just... Uh, passing the ball and the, and the outstanding vision and the ability to make the other guys better, but they're, they're asking you to communicate on a higher level. 
Talk to me about that journey. Was there resistance from you? Um, or was it immediately, did you recognize, yeah, I got to get better on this front? Uh, yeah, I'm still going through it. I mean, my whole life, yeah, I played point guard. You know, I've been on teams where I had to make people feel like they were better than what they really were just because that's just what it was. So um, by design, I think my dad put me on lesser teams growing up just to build that leadership, you know, quality. And um, it was easy in high school. You know, I played with pretty much my family, so they already looked up to me. Um, UCLA was cool, you know, my peers. But um, NBA is a little different it's because it's grown men. You know, you come in at 19, they give you the team, and it's like, you know, you got to hold the locker room down. But, I mean, the way I lead is, like, by example. But, you know, when you have grown, grown men, you can't. You got to talk. So I'm still working on it to this day. Um, gotten better over, over the years with it. But, I mean, I still have a long way to go. I mean, I see, like, last year I was with Rondo. Um, one of the most talkative guys I've ever met in my life. So seeing how he talks compared to what I do, I, I got a long way to go. Yeah. Lon, you've come a long way there in a year. What's the rest of that communication journey look like for you? Uh, it's definitely something I got to implement more this year. And I think it starts with um, just practices, you know, um, being a lot more vocal, um, not only telling guys what to do, but definitely, definitely leading by example. Um, that's something that I really try to do um, a lot. Um, so I think uh, just making sure that I'm vocal every single day is, is my biggest thing, because there, there's days where I, I don't really like to talk, and that's, that's just my personality. But in this game, there's, there's no room for that at, at this position. So I understand that, and I, I understand that um, being vocal it's something that you have to be consistent with, and it doesn't just come overnight. So that's what I'm working on. That's great. So congrats on uh, running your first basketball camp, kind of taking care of the IE. Lon's really an L.A. guy, so we got to have guys taking care of the IE. But uh, this podcast just another platform uh, to make others better. And you guys have both worked so, worked so hard to get to where you're at and really – the, the best impact we can have is the influence on other people. And I know there's, there's going to be a lot of high school guys that look up to you guys that are listening to this. What would you tell yourself now, both you guys, three years out of high school, what would you tell the senior, the high school senior version of yourself if you could go back and say, hey, here's what you got to be working on, here's what you need to know, uh, specifically about leadership, but, but uh, comprehensively as well, what would you tell that high school version of yourself? I say just enjoy the journey. You know, high school, looking back at it, it was pretty easy, honestly. You know, um, but life's full of ups and downs. And um, in the real world, you know, so you're going to fall down. So you just got to get back up and just be ready for it. You know, like I said, high school, I went undefeated my last season. And then I haven't made the playoffs yet. So, you know, it's a big difference. But, you know, when you love the game and you put everything into it, you got to be confident that you're going to get out what you want to get out of it. Um, I would say that. The biggest thing for me, honestly, was I would say is building your faith. Um, I feel like if you do that now, when you face adversity, you'll, you'll have something to fall back on um, and you won't rely on yourself. You'll have um, God to rely on. That's, that's something that I um, truly think, wish I would have did when I was a senior in high school or years prior, but it's something that I'm getting better with now. We're, we're watching this play out right now with um you know, on so many levels that, that injuries are a part of the game, right? And you guys have both, over the last couple of years, you've worked through injuries. What have the injuries taught you 
specifically about the game of basketball, and then also what have the injuries taught you about yourself? Well, for me, you just realize how much you love the game when it gets taken away from you. Because I've been out, it wasn't no like little injuries, you know, both of them ended, you know, my season. So just being at the game on the bench, like you can't do nothing to help the team. It's like, it's tough, but I mean, it's part of the game. It shows you that, you know, it's not just about how much talent you have, you know, how much skills you have. Like if you don't eat right, you don't ice after the game, you don't stretch, like it's going to catch up to you, especially in the NBA, all the traveling, 82 games, you know, um, so that's what I've learned. For me, uh, sitting on the sideline has given me this perspective of how detailed you have to be to be successful and be consistent every single night. Um, and I feel like it's, it, it really just starts with how detailed you are when you work by yourself. Um, so I've seen that sitting on the sideline numerous times now. Want to transition now a little bit to goal setting. I know you guys, both being point guards, study the great ones. Um, Nash, uh, one of my favorites, gave a great Hall of Fame speech, and he talked a lot about goal setting and putting pen to paper and declaring your intentions. What's your process in terms of setting goals? Have you, have you put those on paper for this coming year? Uh, are they in your head? How do you? Yeah, I, I like setting goals, but at the same time, I like to play freely as well. I don't go into a game thinking, you know, I got to get 20 today or it's not a good game. Like, I just want to win. So. Me, I, the way I play is off a of flow. Like, if I'm feeling good, I'm going to shoot it. You know, if I'm not, I'm going to try to get other people involved. But I'm going to do whatever I can to win. So, as far as the goals, like, obviously, you want to be an all-star. You know, you want to make the playoffs. You want to win a championship. But I just try to take it day by day. I definitely like to put pen to paper or make notes in my phone for the goals that I have and, and try to accomplish those by working consistently towards those goals daily. So, that's something that I, I do before season is I set set goals that I want to accomplish during the season and try to work towards those. Love it. How about leadership approach? Two totally different situations. Zoe, you got a, a new, brand new team, new group of guys, and then Lon, you got a pretty good returning group with the Lancers. You spent a lot of time around these guys. What's your leadership approach as you get ready to head out to New Orleans? Uh, just go in there and show them what I can do, you know, from the jump. You know, let people know I'm here, you know, um, you know I'm ready, you know, take, take the team where we need to take it to and do my part, you know, be there early, show guys that I'm working and not just, you know, hoorah, like put in the work first and go from there. Uh, my goal is obviously, like I said, to be vocal consistently daily. Um, and then just to get, get guys to understand how important it is to be detailed on every single possession. Um, I feel like that, that will lead to ultimate success. Transition now, powerhouse mothers. Leading within the family, both you guys got big time moms, Tina and Michelle. What, what have you learned? What's the best leadership lesson that you've learned from your mothers? The best? I had my mom my whole life, so if I had to say one thing, just keep keep going when it get tough. I mean, my mom been every one of my games. She saw my dad yelling at me and everything. She just like yo, just just keep going. Like, you know, you want to be a basketball player, it's, this is what it come with, you know. Um, this is what you want to do in your life. <laughs> you know, it's going to be, like I said, ups and downs. But at the same time, it's, it's not about, you know, the race. It's a marathon. So that will probably be the biggest thing for me. Probably, like I said earlier, I was 
talking about relying on on God and building your faith, that's probably the most important thing that my mom has instilled in me is um, when it comes to basketball, it's just a game. And sometimes it, it can be pressurous, but you can't allow um, the, the pressure to be put on you. She's taught me to um, allow the pressure to be put on the Holy Spirit and, and rely on him to, to play through you. And so that's something that I really appreciate and, and implement in my, in my mindset daily. Leadership beyond basketball, right? Both you guys want to play for a long time. Uh, Zoe, Lon, you guys both have a great feel for the game. Uh, Zoe, do you see yourself coaching? What do you see yourself doing? Uh, when you, are we going Tom Brady? Are we going for 45? No, nah, I ain't playing until I'm 45. I play too fast. Uh, I don't know. I just think you always should give back, though. I mean, that's what the camp was for. It's like when you got a platform and – you can help, especially kids. I think you should give back, help them as much as you can, give them knowledge, you know, especially in 2019. There's so many resources. You know, you got kids in Africa that can watch every game, you know, on, on their phone or whatever. So it's crazy how big basketball has got globally. So it's like if everybody's watching you, like, you can, you can help out a lot of people. Beyond basketball, when the, when the, when the ball stops bouncing, you're going to be a – a well-developed leader by then. Where, where do you take your leadership? Well, my plan has always been to be or uh, to build a, a business that um, helps kids get better and develop in um, any way. That would be rather that be athletic, athletically or mentally. I just want to um, develop some type of business that gives back to kids and allows them to to improve their game and their mentality, physical attributes. There's so much stuff out there now on social media, uh, people putting workouts out there, um, kids coming up, paying attention to how you guys play. Everyone wants to know, Zoe, how'd you get to this point? Lon, how'd you develop your game to where it's at now? When you see the focus on player development and you're watching it with a critical eye, what do you think's missing? What would you encourage kids to work on more? Is it misplaced? Is there too much skill, too many cones? What do you see? What do you think when you see that stuff and you re and you reflect on on your journey on the way up and how you got to this point? I mean, me personally, I think workout videos. I don't like them. Like, it's like, okay, why are you showing people that you're working? Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. So it's like, to me, that came from Instagram. Like, just people. It's kind of fake. Like, the way I grew up was just go in the backyard and go play three-on-three. Three. You know, go to the gym, play five-on-five. Five. Like, I ain't do no drills. If I do drills now, it's, it's still tough. Like, <laughs> I don't like doing drills, but I don't know. I really don't believe in workout videos. Like, I believe in playing in the game. So, you know, if you're doing good in the game, obviously you was working on something. That's, that's what I think. I think that's, that's great perspective because we're talking about, you know, one of the great feels for the game and – in the world, and guys need to hear that. You know, there's so many different perspectives on it. Um, Lon, how about you coming up, and then what you see now? Uh, well, yeah, like obviously I've I worked out a lot, and then I played a lot too. So, but I think you can only work out so much um, until you like you you have to be thrown into the fire. And um, I feel like what really what my game really evolved was. Um, just playing against, being able to play against the best players or get times that I would lose or times that I would leave the gym crying, that was the biggest 
the biggest um, way for me to get better. So I feel like uh, you can work out, you can work on your skill, but it's just being being in those battles that that really develop your game, in my opinion. We keep coming back to, uh, you know, I believe in the power of words, and we keep coming back to this one word in our program, and, and that's strive. And I appreciate you guys taking the time. I think both of you guys are great examples of men that are striving to be great, uh, to, to have a great influence on young people. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to be on, on this podcast. And a great journey ahead, and uh, the IE is strong. We're going to take care of it, Zoe, and uh, we appreciate you. Alon, we'll see you soon. You. Appreciate you having me. Right. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Appreciate it.